Hey, funny people, welcome to Four Cent Shots. This is where I share a brief segment from one of the past episodes of the podcast for your enjoyment. So, enjoy. I visited New York City once, and while I was there, I saw many interesting people. One type of interesting person that I saw frequently, particularly around the area of Times Square, New York's number one tourist trap, was the street hustler. These were the people who would take a tiny fold-up card table out in the middle of a busy sidewalk in New York. And it is New York, so the sidewalks and streets were equally hazardous and try to entice people into playing a round of Find the Queen, which is also known by the name Three Card Monty. For those of you who don't know what this game is, allow me to explain. Three Card Monty is where one of these scammers has three slightly bent standard debt cards, all of which are of three different suits. One of them is, of course, a queen or other face card, and the person who manipulates them has them lined up in a row. The objective is for you, the sucker in question, to find the queen, also known as the money card, which they show you before the game begins, and after a short shuffle of the cards from their original spots, you get to pick which one you think is the queen. Oh, and did I mention that you have to wage money in order to play? Well, you do. Now, if you're a good observer, you will never lose this game. But, and here's the real interesting part, what some, but not all, of these wannabe casino owners will try to do is they will attempt to take the queen out as they shuffle, using a bit of good old-fashioned sleight of hand. Hence the reason why the cards are also slightly bent. It makes them much easier to manipulate. However, the story I'm going to tell you did not take place in New York City. It actually took place here in St. Louis, my hometown. And like most of my strangest encounters with people, it took place on a city bus. I was riding what was then the number 48 Metro bus, which was the one that headed out to South County Mall. This was back when malls were still a thing. It was not a route that I was overly familiar with, although I'd taken it once or twice before in order to get to the mall and to come home uh, from the mall. Being an antisocial person of the highest order, I don't get out much because, well, people. Anyway, this particular day I was heading home to my house in South City. As we were passing through the Merrimack neighborhood, a neighborhood I was fairly familiar with, the bus stopped near a place called Winkleman's Store. One of the individuals who got onto the bus at this stop was this casually dressed African-American dude. I can still remember him fairly vividly. He had long locks, a rather long face with a big chin covered in what was a well-grown and well-groomed goatee, large, almost owl-like eyes, and he wore a black hoodie, large black tennis shoes, and slightly tattered faded blue jeans. One more bit of description, he also had to be pretty far over six feet tall, at least six foot six. Now normally when I'm riding the bus or when I rode the bus, I tend to try to sit by myself for reasons I've already explained. And even more importantly, I try to stay away from people who look as if they could kick the shit out of me on any given notice. But on this occasion, that was not going to happen. 
this giant of a man decided to come all the way to the back of the bus and sit not quite next to me, more like to the off to the left side of me. And as the bus started to move, the fun began. He took out of the pocket of his hoodie a deck of playing cards, and he started to try and get people to play a round of three-card Monty with him. And, unbelievably, some of the people actually started to play. Okay, who wants to play? One person, this white dude who was trying to look gangster with his basketball jersey and his sideways baseball cap, took him up on the offer. Okay, man, what's the stakes? For every dollar you bet, I'll double it if you win. Fine, I'll bet five, said the white dude with confidence. The man in the black hoodie went through all the usual motions. He picked out three cards from the deck. Those three cards, of course, were the ace of spades, two of diamonds, and the queen of hearts. Okay, said the dude. Keep your eyes on the queen. You find the queen, you win. The man in the hoodie then started flipped the three cards over, placed them on top of the seat next to me, the one seat that was between us at the time, and he started flipping the cards around, and after about five shuffles, he stopped. Okay, man, where's the queen? The right card, said the, said the white dude. The man in the hoodie flipped the right card over, and it was the two of diamonds. Sorry, man, you lose. This was the whole situation for about the next five stops. The man in the hoodie kept taking bets, and the people who sat around me kept losing their dough. After two more stops, with most of the people having gotten off the bus disappointed and psychologically castrated, the man in the hoodie turned to me. Come on, man, you've just been watching this whole time. How about you play a round or two? Nah, I don't gamble, I said. Come on, man, just one round. You know the, how the game is played. Just find the queen and you win. Now, as I said before, this guy was at least six foot six, and I was not interested in making the nine o'clock news report that night, so I figured, since my stop was coming up soon anyway, I could bide my time and maybe play two rounds. Okay, fine, dude, I'll play. Cool, man, how much you gonna bet? Now, I don't like to brag, though this might be rather hard to believe, but I'm pretty well off, so I had a little money on me. I'll bet five bucks. Okay, cool. I handed him my Abraham Lincoln, and we began the game. Okay, now watch, man. Watch the queen. Just watch the queen. He held up the queen card and placed it between the two other cards, and like Forrest Gump with a ping-pong ball, I watched as he shuffled and shifted those cards around, never taking my eyes off the queen. After about ten shuffles and shifts of each card, he stopped. Okay, man. Pick. Where's the queen? The left card. He flipped it. And sure enough, there it was. The queen of hearts in all her glory. Looks like you win, man. With a slight crack in his voice. Yep. Looks like I do. How about one more game? My stop was coming up, and I'd already pulled the cord after I won the first round, so I figured one more game, and I was out. Okay, I'll let my bet ride. Fine. You know what to do. He flipped the queen up, showed me where it was, and I went back into my Forrest Gump mode. He shuffled the cards again, this time about 12 times, and he did it pretty fast. Finally, he stopped. Okay, pick. The right one. He flipped it up. There was the queen yet again. Cool, I said. The bus stopped at the stop I requested, which was right in front of the Crondelat Library, and I stood up to get off. 
Like any good loser, the man in the hoodie handed me my winnings, 20 bucks, and I walked off the bus. The doors closed behind me, and the bus headed on its way. Of course, I knew full well that the man in the hoodie could have easily started making me lose through some sleight of hand, so I lucked out when I left when I did. Still, I now had 20 bucks in my pocket, and so I walked the rest of the way home with a big old smile on my face.